There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you only look, then you will see On WCN-TV I am so excited to be back hosting Wisconsin Christian News live stream for Bob uh, for Rob Pugh, the publisher of Wisconsin Christian News. Um, oh goodness, I'm using my phone and somebody just texted me and it just popped up over my screen. You got to love technology. So I'm, but I'm back. <laughs> I was gone for like a month and a half almost because I think I had COVID. Pretty sure I did. I was. I wasn't able to focus my mind that I got that whole cognitive thing that you read about in uh, on the internet and then and hear about in the media and also got the extreme fatigue. Uh, but I'm back and glad to be in this seat and got lots I want to get out. We got a guest on here who's going to talk with us about his um, ministry and his work uh, around the world, helping people not just with COVID, but with other uh, diseases in the name of Jesus Christ. This is a live studio audience, as live as you can get using one, uh, one of these screens. And by the way, I'm not a big fan of screens. I've been a fan of uh, computer technology my whole adult life and kind of really dove in as the internet was, was appearing and email and all of that when I was working politics as a Christian for 20 years. So uh, I'm not anti-technology at all, at all but uh, I am more convinced today than I ever was, that uh, this stuff, these screens, has, has got to be uh, brought under control. I used to say years ago, I said, uh, humanity is going to develop an etiquette for the use of these things, Facebook, Twitter, the smartphones, the, the laptops, and all that. We, we will tame, just like we have every other technology, we will tame this tool. That's all it is, is a tool. I think we're I think we're over enthusiastic about it. And now, of course, the communists are abusing it. They're using it to surveil us and, and they're trying to accomplish uh, using it to accomplish evil goals. And we absolutely must stop them, of course. But uh, here I am off on one of my famous rabbit trails. I was headed to where I uh, am talking about our studio audience. So we have a few people in here today and we're looking forward to that audience growing uh, week after week as we keep producing Wisconsin Christian News live stream. I want to mention, I always do at the top of the show, the newspaper website, as well as the uh, television show website. You, this uh, show is archived. So if you miss uh, the live show in the future, you can always get it at WCN TV 
wcntv.net, wcntv.net. And this will never go away because Rob Pugh and Wisconsin Christian News owns it. My son has a company called alphatech.com, and his motto is own the data, own the data, own it. Smart. So he helps, he helps his clients like Rob Pugh, um, uh, not, they're not on Amazon's cloud service or Google's cloud service or Microsoft's cloud service. We have our own, they have their own servers. And so we own everything. If censorship happens, it'll be the censorship of the webs at the website level. It won't be because we got thrown off Facebook or YouTube. That's probably going to happen. It's already happened to Rob. He was thrown off of Vimeo. His videos were, but he also has a website for his print output for his newspaper, Wisconsin Christian News, Wisconsin Christian News, big thick paper. I have no idea how this guy does it every month, how he puts this thing together. It's just a miracle. It's a monthly miracle. You don't even have to open the thing if you have uh, any sense of what it takes to uh, produce print uh, material uh, without realizing it's a miracle that, that Rob Pugh gets this thing done. And he distributes it all over the country. And uh, mostly, I think, in, it's centered in the, in the upper Midwest there around Wisconsin. But he has a following all over America and probably grow, growing throughout the world. But so Rob Pugh, Wisconsin Christian News, check out his websites, support him, make sure that uh, his, what he's, he's doing gets out there. So on today's, uh, and I also want to mention that uh, you can interrupt me and I will be glad. If you're in the studio audience, you just you can put up your hand if you want, and I'll see the hand sign somewhere on this uh, little phone here, and I'll acknowledge you. Or you can just jump in and interrupt me, and I will celebrate. I want you to make your points and to ask your questions if you're taking time to be in the studio audience here at WCN-TV Live. All right, we got rid of all the preliminaries. Now we can introduce Bob Sisson, who uh, is a plumber. Believe he's a plumber, and but we come. I have not met him in real life. I just found out about him yesterday. Actually, uh, he is, um, and since he's a plumber, you know he's a good guy, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's 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 people. But believe me, it's I love people in the trades. I love all men and women in the trades, especially now because the uh, political and academic world is has unhinged itself from reality. And every time I work with, like I hired a guy to, um, to do my driveway, to, to, to put the tar, you know, to refresh the top of the driveway. And he's a hard charging youngster and he has old equipment. And I, I, I love these guys when I talk to them, guys in the trades. And uh, Bob is a plumber, but in addition to that, he's a minister. And I got to know him because Alan Keyes is supposed to be sitting in this in his seat today for this show but alan's schedule got double booked and i got an email yesterday from his uh scheduler and found out he wouldn't be on so the scheduler was wonderful her name's gabby and she introduced me to bob so bob is here we're gonna have alan keys next week really looking forward to introducing him to this audience alan is a well-known uh, figure in, in America and in the world. He's a deep thinker about politics <laughs> and Christianity, and to say the least. Uh, I, and, and so, so uh, don't uh, Bob, should we expect but, that same deep thinking from a plumber this week? No, no, no not at all. And, we're going uh, to get talk about uh, 
stopped up traps and uh well yeah i mean alan wrote, don't a, know wrote, a, about rooter, wrote a rooter and all that kind of stuff but alan and i are as different as black and white he's <laughs> like a genius and i'm very ordinary as a plumber but i was going to add to what you were saying about the the trades that mike rove guy i don't know if you've ever had him on the dirty jobs guy but oh, he I, said I yeah he said back way back when that America will not be great again until we learn to honor hard work. And that is absolutely true. God intended man to sweat. That was part of the curse. And we're not doing it. And we're paying the price. So that's part of our issues. But nonetheless. I love that show. I love that show. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't agree with that more. I, I think the I'm praying, uh, Bob, that Klaus Schwab's great reset will not end up being never owning any property and loving it, but instead it'll be uh, a return of man to an interest in and a passion for the trades, for being a plumber, for being an electrician, for being a carpenter, for being a builder. I mean, (laughs) I think part of the problem is the internet. We think that our food just uh, appears out of uh, nowhere. And we think that, you know, we've developed this mindset that's detached from reality. Totally. Mike Adams talks about that a lot. Most people like the people in California, they have no idea where electricity comes from. They, they, I heard, I heard Mike talking today said that, that they're going home at night now and they're plugging their electric cars in, but uh, a lot of their power comes from, from uh, uh, the sun and, and, and there's no sun at night, surprisingly, not even in California. And so, uh, so now they're having power problems. Duh. Yeah, yeah, man. This is a crazy yeah. world. It is. So thank you, Bob, for sitting in uh, for Alan Keyes. Really, really appreciate it. And thank you for being a plumber. And thank you for um, investing your, your, the time, whatever time you have when you aren't uh, sticking your head under someone's sink or pulling out their toilet. Thanks for investing your time in going to Africa and learning about this uh, drug that we want to talk about today. It's not really a drug. It's just, it's just right. a, a substance that appears in nature, I assume. It's, it's a natural substance. It's, for, it's made from salt called chlorine dioxide. Now, I want to uh, be before sure I, that... Before we, Bob, go before we go there, I just want to continue to go down this rabbit trail with, with your testimony a little bit. And, okay. Uh, so, so you, um, uh, you, you, you have something called I Am... TV is that right? That's correct. Is is does it have a website or? Oh sure, imtv.us, and uh, you see Alan Keys all over that, and he okay. does a Let's Talk America show, and we're going, we're partnering with Mike Adams on Brighton Live, and we're going to be going live. We said July fifth, but it's going to be delayed a little bit. But pretty soon we're going to have a 24-hour news network, and you guys may well have a show on there. I don't know how that's all going to shake out, but everybody and their brother wants to be on there because everybody and their brother is going to be on there. It's going to be a great place to be. So, yeah, I'm noticing uh, this sort of merging of the idea of a 24/7 television station with uh, short videos that uh, people who users who can create an account can upload to the same platform. Is that sort is that sort of the idea here with well, IMTV? TV? Yeah, Mike Adams has had Brighty on for a long time. And so that is like a bit shoot and a 
and whatever the others are where people put up their videos. This is a little different. It's not unlike what you're doing right now. There'll be live shows like you're doing right now. People will be able to call in and ask questions and, uh, and, and different people like Dale Bigtree and, and uh, G. Edward Griffin and other people will be regulars, whether they're actually hosting a show or they're guests on other people's shows. But all the people that are anybody, you'll, they'll be in and out on this platform because Mike knows everybody. Clay Clark is working with us. He's going to have a show. So yeah. some people will actually uh, tape their shows and run them. But we're trying to get most people to take phone calls. So, so on your platform, IMTV, uh, will there be different, uh, live streams like, or, or is it just going to be one 24 seven and you got to get a slot in that, on that one, uh, on that one live stream. As I understand, it's just the one, the one thing. That's why you got to get your name in early and get your time slot. And then as I understand it now, I'm not a techie guy, but in three months, we're going to reevaluate how the first three months went. And if, say, uh, somebody really big wants to come in, they will be moving people, they're moving their time slots around a little bit. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how it all works out. Yeah, I noticed that Frank Speak is doing that as well. They're, if you go to their URL, then you, you see something like a Fox News kind of thing, like a live stream. It's going all the time. It's not so much a like a Brighteon or a Rumble or or a YouTube. It's it's more like a television presentation. So that's like, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what we're shooting for. If you go to IMTV and you watch some of Alan's shows, our shows, our our production capabilities are very high. And we're going out. Bob Denny, the the producer, and I are going out to Mike Adams's place out in Austin, Texas. And we're going to set up his studio in a similar fashion. So uh, as a matter of fact, from what I gather, we're going to be every bit as good as Frank speaks. But that guy's a great guy. He's the only one, only one I've heard say this. And and it's funny that, that he would be the one that had to say it, is that if people don't start reading their Bibles, this we ain't going nowhere in this country. And that could never be more true. I personally read the Bible an hour every day. Been doing it for 30 years. Read the entire Bible every two months. So you can do the math. I've read the Bible a lot. But he's the only one I hear saying that. And that word has to get out. So all your listeners, you know, I would encourage you. Don't just talk to God. We must listen to him. We must seek to get to know him, to spend time with him. Yeah, as I was preparing for the show, right at the top of the hour, the, this verse uh, popped into my head. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was oh. with God, and the Word was God. That's John, uh, one, the one. gospel writer's opener yes. to, hit, to his gospel. And it's very interesting that the Word is, the, the, the English word, Word, which is in Greek, logos, um, and actually translates somewhat better I think into the word reason in the beginning was reason and the uh, in the beginning was reason and the, and reason was with God and, and reason was God. And uh, this verse, John was reaching out in large part in his gospel to the Greeks. And this verse was designed to appeal to their uh, 
hundred hundreds year long effort at philosophy, Greek philosophy. Of course, you got Socrates, you got the um, Aristotle. Uh, if you go back in Greece, and there was a separation there. And in uh, Acts, we learn Paul went to Athens, right? He went to Greece, got thrown out when he mentioned the resurrection. John knew that. Later on, he wrote the gospel of John, and he knew that the gospel was not just for the Jews, but it was also for the Gentiles. It was for the Greeks. And so he'd done some deep thinking about the Greeks and about Greek philosophy. And this was a, this was, this was a part of where he was going in, in what he wrote in uh, John, the, the, in the gospel of John. And this is why we're here. And this is why this medium, uh, Bob, is so powerful. It's based on the word, the internet is essentially words, right? It's, it's yes. computer code. It's computer code. It wouldn't, yeah, there's silicon and there's whatever the material, the hardware materials are. But the reason it, it's anything at all is because there's human beings around the planet who learn computer languages and they're able to make the, this silicon and carbon and whatever this makes plastic or whatever makes up these devices. They're able to make it carry communications, communications, video and, and, uh, and uh, verbal and uh, written communications. That's what the internet is. It's, it's, it's a tool and it's a tool that's rooted in the word, in reason. And it is what is most important in this World War III that we're involved with because if, if the globalist communists win, then they're gonna turn this technology into a surveillance device. And if we win, we're gonna turn it into an instrument that guarantees uh, human freedom globally and that celebrates the truth and righteousness and national sovereignty and the, uh, the, the, uh, the freedom of speech under the First Amendment. So um, it, there's high stakes in this war, isn't there, Bob? Well, there absolutely is. And the only way we win is uh, how do you defeat pure evil with pure goodness, with God? And, uh, and that's found in the Word. And, uh, and that's why it's very important that people learn to access that power, the Lord Jesus said, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you can ask whatever you wish. So it's not just people get to pray, big deal. You know, Satanists pray, I'm sure. But it's yeah. who you're praying to and do you know him? And uh, he said, if his word abides in you, that's the power that accesses him. And so that's why we encourage everybody, read your Bible, folks. Read your Bible, get to know God. Don't just know information. It's not about that Jesus died on a cross. Jesus was resurrected. That Jesus, that's information, but you can actually know him. And that's what we're encouraging people to do. Get to know God. Get to know the word. Amen. Amen. So you, in addition to um, uh, encouraging people to read the Bible, are directly involved with healing people using the, particularly this naturally occurring substance called chlorine dioxide and this is not this is not it's not new that this would be present in the world and being used as a medicine uh, it was attacked viciously in the last decade in the middle part of the last decade by probably i would guess bob the pharmaceutical industries <laughs> you bet you bet yeah. baby. we're putting them out of business they're very upset but there's nothing they can do about it this is god's detox can you believe, so, Bob, I want you to comment on this. Can you believe that the, the pharmaceutical companies, the big corporations and the governments of the world 
the politicians seem to really be serious about uh, putting us into a situation where we have to be vaccinated all the time in order to feel uh, safe about our future health. Well, what, what, totally, what? totally believe that. I mean, they're, they're literally, they're not kidding. They're trying to kill us. Uh, I'm holding up a book by G. Edward Griffin, who's a very good friend of mine, wrote this book, A World Without Cancer, way back in, uh, I think, 74. I read it in the 90s, and it was there that the whole second half of the book talks about how the pharmaceutical people took over all the medical schools. Uh, It's all about money. Follow the Mm -hmm. money. And if I don't remember to say this, the stuff that we use is so cheap that that it's costs less than the bottle you put it in and one set of bottles can can kill the covid in maybe 40 or 50 people and it's less than a dollar to produce so i'm telling you man these guys hate us cuz they they don't have nothing like this doctors treat stuff we kill the the bad stuff i can't say the the c word they'll get off. they get really tore up about that but, uh, yeah, we've been uh, killing the malaria parasite in two hours for many years over in, in Uganda. So it's pretty amazing what this stuff does. Now, some of our viewers uh, and listeners may have heard of this substance. It was once called MMS. Why was it called MMS? Well, Jim Humble was the one that really made it popular. That video, The Universal Antidote, all you out there, Go watch that. I know you tried to. It's a little long, but The Universal Antidote. And it tells all about the history of it. So there was there was plenty of people using this when Jim Humble discovered that it killed malaria. He was in the jungles of South America, and some of his porters came down with malaria, and they didn't have anything but some, uh, some uh, stabilized oxygen, which is a very small bit of this stuff. But it it saved their lives. And then he started playing with it. And so he first called it Miracle Mineral Supplement and later changed it to Master Mineral Supplement because people got mad about the miracle word, apparently. But um, then the people that picked it up after him, they're all in prison now. Uh, Hmm. There's a man named Mark Grennan and his son, Joe, they're in the prison, uh, maximum security prison in Bogota, Colombia, and his other two sons are imprisoned in Miami, uh, USA, and uh, all because they were curing people. And you're not allowed to do that since the pharmaceutical people can't do it. They don't let plumbers and ordinary folk do it. So they, so are, get, they get a little tore up. Are you concerned? Do you lay awake at night waiting for the great big loud bang on the door and <laughs> no black suited astronauts coming no bring it on baby bring it on i tell you i i read the bible 180 times cover to cover i fear no one i'm like lynn wood talks about that and he's a baby christian i've read the bible like probably 100 times more than lynn wood but lynn wood is only two years into his walk i'm 33 into mine oh no man this is fun we're having a ball here because we are helping people all over the globe. So uh, why did why do you think you're going to be able to work by promoting chlorine dioxide, which is the same thing as MMS, but that former team ended up in prison? Well, because they were actually selling it. 
And they were told by the FDA folks or the feds not to do that. I've never, I've never received a penny. I've even in the court cases down in Miami, they, they, they mentioned me because they called me up and I sent them some, I was sending it to everybody and they asked me to send them some. And I said, sure, here, give me your address. And they did somewhere in Virginia. And then they said, Oh, let me at least pay for the shipping. And I never let anybody give me a penny because invariably the feds are going to do it. And then they're going to say you sold it. So I've Mm -hmm. given away, yeah, it's like $30 for a set of bottles and that's nothing. It'll last you for years and years. But, uh, but no, I've never sold a penny's worth. So we, uh, someone in the chat just asked where they can get it. All right. There's a, there's a, uh, there's a, um, like a Amazon thing called ST, E-S-T-Y or E-T-S-Y. And there's places on there that, uh, that you can get it for like $20 and they pay the shipping. The place we've been recommending is uh, a website called K Kelly Victor V Lab. Yeah, that's the one. It's actually cheaper there, but KV Lab, uh, five, five letters, kvlab.com. You can get it there. We've been recommending that for years. They're like $30, and I don't know if they pay the shipping or not. But, uh, but yeah, you can get it all over the place because it's a water purifier, and it travels around the world as a water purifier, but your body is 60 to 70% water. It purifies your body, and then God is healing you. And it's really that simple. It's not rocket science. You just There's two bottles. You activate a few drops. You put it in some water, and you sip on it. And, that's uh, one. That's one of the th- one of the facts or truths from last year that confirmed my suspicion that c- the whole COVID cult thing was indeed a cult, and it was driven by politics and money. It it was it was the fact that it was the overreaction. It continues to this day, obviously, the overreaction against natural cures against right. information regarding anything that didn't involve a vaccine or a visit to a hospital or hooking yourself up to a, a ventilator or, or some other uh, intervention that was being recommended by the so-called experts. You know, I, I followed it carefully and none of it made any sense to me. None of it well, made well, they, any sense. They attacked hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, they that was one attacked, of them. Like, yeah. But they attack that because if there's an alternative, then they can't force you to do what they want you to do. And so that's why they attack that. Of course, they were already attacking us. But the truth of the matter is, if you're already very sick, hydroxychloroquine will not help you once you're on your deathbed. This stuff we're talking about, I've got videos of a guy in Spain that was went home, was dying, and somebody gave him some to drink. And I asked him, I said, when did you know you were getting better? He said, as soon as I took the first drink, I could tell. Because what this stuff does, it kills pathogens using oxygenation. And that's the very issue that the the COVID was doing. It was shutting off oxygen. So this stuff is particularly good with that. But it's also uh, because it's purifying your body and it's God doing the healing. It works on just about everything known to man. The um, There's another video out there that's been around for years that says that it that it cures 97% of all disease. 
Don't know if that's accurate or not, but it's way up there. There's nothing we've seen in Africa that people don't recover from. Let me say that. So we're talking with Bob Sisson, and he is uh, a man who loves Jesus Christ, reads his Bible for an hour a day and encourages you to do the same and has a test that he's going to give you to find out if you are reading your Bible. Right, Bob? Well, I like to encourage you. I wish everybody in the Christian world, when you met people at the grocery store, you don't ask that stupid question, where do you go to church? But we (laughs) ask each other, do you read your Bible? And then, yeah, because we are the church. How can we go there, silly? But but we, that, that we had our, our own little pet questions that we ask each other so we could see. You, you, everybody says they're reading the Bible, and then when you start asking them questions, the very next thing out of their mouth is, well, I don't read it as much as I should. So mm-hmm. that means they're not reading it hardly at all. Yeah. Well, and it's very important. It's changed the lives of tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people down through uh, history, starting with the Old Testament. Uh, definitely hundreds of millions of people, right? Absolutely. So, um, Changed our country. It, I, and, we, didn't, we didn't get where we're at. Our forefathers knew the scriptures. When we first came here, and, and the only purpose of schools was it so people could learn to read, so they could read the Bible. They didn't even, yeah. when they first started talking about doing math, there was a. they said, no, you don't need that. You just need to learn to read the Bible. But we got away from all that. So it's the bottom of the hour. We've got 30 more minutes with Bob Sisson. And if you're in the audience, thanks for being here. And when we get, this is not my show. This is Wisconsin Christian News uh, live stream. This is your show. If you're taking time to be in here and you feel the urge to make a comment or to ask a question of our guest or of me about uh, anything that we're talking about, then I encourage you to interrupt, jump in, make a point, ask your question. Helps to make this show more interesting. And I want to hear from you. I'm genuinely interested in hearing hearing from you. And I know our guests are as well. So when we come back, be thinking about your question or the point you'd like to make. And when we come back from the break, put your hand up. I think there's still a functionality there where you can punch uh, a hand and then I'll see that you want to talk. Or if you don't want to do that or can't find that functionality, just unmute yourself and say something. And we'd love to hear from you. So we're going to go to a break. We'll be gone for about two minutes. And don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Pornography is a destructive force. It destroys individuals, families, and fuels the out-of-control demand for sex trafficking. 45% of Christian families say porn is a problem in their home, but why aren't churches and public schools talking about this? Fear. People who view porn think they're the only one. It's a lie. Statistically, more people view porn than who do not and struggle in silence www.lynnfrederick.com. You can find the book I wrote about my own battle with porn and the presentations that I do for churches and public schools. lynnfrederick.com. At the McClario Firm, it all starts with family. We are here to serve you and your family online or in person. Call today for a free consultation. The McClario Firm, your law firm for life. Are you a parent, mentor, or youth leader searching for meaningful books to engage your middle and high schoolers? Look no further. The books in the Off the Itinerary series by author M. Liz Boyle are receiving outstanding reviews for their compelling plots and strong Christian themes. 
Avalanche, Chased, and soon to be released Ablaze are available on Amazon and at most bookstores. Check out mlizboyle.com for discussion guides to accompany each book. This is Leighton Howerton, and I've learned a lot from my monthly subscription to the Wisconsin Christian News. It's a national newspaper that's dedicated to encouraging you in your Christian walk, and it's chock plumb full of biblically sound articles and commentaries from some of the best Christian writers and authors in the country that, in my opinion, are more than up to the task of taking on the toughest issues in the midst of all the uncertainties we're facing living in times like these. Wisconsin Christian News is a nationally and internationally distributed newspaper and is a vitally important resource that you don't want to miss out on reading, either in print or through an online subscription. And to get your copy, all you have to do is visit www.wisconsinchristiannews.com. That's www.wisconsinchristiannews.com. And tell my old friend, publisher, and editor, Rob Pugh, sign me up today. Wow. All right, we're back with Wisconsin Christian News TV Live. That's WCNTV.net, W for Wisconsin Christian News TV.net. So check it out. All of our former shows are there. There's an interview I did for an hour with G. Edward Griffin, and a good friend of his oh. is on with us today, Bob wow. Sisson. And we have a studio audience. A few people have joined us. And I uh, wonder if anybody has a point on the tip of their tongue or a a question they'd like to ask Bob right now. Harry has raised his hand. Harry, I can always count on Harry and Hadatha. 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 I got that right. I'm, I believe. Hadatha. Right. Good. She, she, she's <laughs> nodding. She's nodding her head. I, I think I got it right. Harry, go. Is there anything that you recommend doing along with the the uh, chlorine dioxide? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Chlorine dioxide is a detox. So, so naturally, you need to eat good food, and you should take good nutrition. But so, so you, that's two sides of the of the same coin, the health coin, you know. So, get the bad stuff out, put the good stuff in, and uh, I believe that the the life expectancy for people using chlorine dioxide is going to go up over a hundred pretty soon. Because you'll find when you just get just a few drops every day, say in, in this day of COVID, I'm taking probably 15 drops a day. A set of bottles has 2,400 drops in it. So 15 drops a day, the bottle still lasts you a long time. And uh, you, you, you never get sick because it's constantly detoxing, constantly getting bad stuff out. No, so, that goes along with us, then, because we've been vegans for several years, and we have gotten through some real serious issues just because our health is better. So this should help more yet. Even better, yeah, because you have a good immune system, and that's what they're preying on us. They're preying on when we have weak immune systems, then we fall prey to all their evil devices that they're trying to do. So good, good question. So this this is a question I had that comes way out of uh, left field. Um, there's a big push for us to start eating crickets and uh, locusts and bugs and insects. Is there is there any goodness to to any of that? I mean, I guess it makes sense that you would get protein from eating insects, but what, can you talk a little bit to that issue? I, well, they're, they're, the left the left wing is promoting it, and of course the right wing is 
pushing back and saying, no, we need to eat, continue to eat red meat. What, what's, well, it's hard to say that? anything bad about, about locusts and wild honey. That was a John yeah, the Baptist right. diet. Good point. So, so I'm not going. I'm not going to say anything negative about it. That's right. Uh, me personally, I'm not into that kind of thing. But I'm not. I'm not a huge red meat guy either. Uh, I think everything in moderation would be biblical, and so, yeah. Uh, but they're definitely attacking the the food supply. I understand from Mike Adams that China it really can't feed their people. And that's why they desperately want our farmland over here. So um, they're, they're trying to create food shortages with all that stuff they're spraying with their global warming stuff and all that. They're, they want to control the food. And, uh, and that's what's been going on for many, many years. Monsanto was all about that. Oh, and by the way, I'm glad you said that, but uh, uh, there's a lady named Carrie Rivera who's been curing autism using chlorine dioxide. And she did an interview with Stephanie Seneff from uh, MIT. And uh, Stephanie Seneff has done a lot of studies about, about glyphosate. Glyphosate is in Roundup, you know, and it's in all our foods. And it turns out chlorine dioxide destroys glyphosate and converts it into two elements that the body needs. So it takes what may be the greatest carcinogen on the planet today, and it makes it to something that's good for our bodies. So very interesting what this stuff is doing. Wow. And I feel like the fact that the global communists overplayed their hand last year, that combined with this uh, technology, the internet, is evidence that God is writing straight uh, with crooked lines. You know, I spent my lifetime, I went to my parents, good hearted uh, uh, middle class Americans um, being propagandized by the public schools and the entertainment media television. Um, and and so have struggled to overcome the idea that the world is overpopulated and we got to get it. You know, we got to have a lot of we got to make smaller countries. And they the narrative always goes to China being way overpopulated. And like you said, over they're not able to feed. So we got to get, got to get to smaller populations. What do you say? What's your uh, comment on the whole uh, overpopulation uh, narrative? I no longer longer buy it myself, but what's your. No, no, it's not. I mean, it's not. They said everybody on the planet could live in the state of Texas and have, I think a hundred square feet. Of course we wouldn't have roads. It would be a disaster, but you get the point. There's a, if we would work together, there's, there's, there, it's, it's crazy. God knows what he's and, doing. And, and, and that's the, and that's the issue, isn't it, Bob? It's that well, in our lifetime, we are, our, our, the idea of national sovereignty of nation states has been um, perverted into something, into an idea that means war forever, right? R- After right. World War One and World War Two, the left wing of global politics got a hold of, of, uh, of those of those extreme examples of extreme violence against other human beings and blamed it on the nation state, the idea of the nation state. And so um, here we are facing global communism after what, 60, 70 years since World War II of them uh, making war in a, in a subversive sort of way against the idea of the nation state. Now they're all out. The, the global communists are all out to destroy our well, borders. And to destroy well, destroy the idea of the nation state, right? Well, yes, they are. But see, they messed up. 
They had this thing won. All they had to do was cheat just a little more and get Hillary. But President Trump is an example of God using somebody to intervene in history like he's done several times. And, uh, and, and I'm not a big, we need Trump to win this thing. No, this thing's already won. The Lord Jesus is angry. He's not, he's not happy with organized Christianity. I assure you, but he's madder just because we're, we're better than Satanists. That's no big deal. But, but he's really, really, really fed up with these, with these baby murdering, uh, uh, child abuse, sex abuse, all the stuff that's going on. He's riled up. And, and what's that, that verse in, in uh, Zechariah, the, uh, let the whole earth be silent for the Lord is roused from his holy habitation. That's what's happening right now. God is up. He's moving around. He's angry. The Satanists and the globalists are defeated already. It's now time for the organized religious people. We need to get our acts together. We have been ignoring God and ignoring our Bibles for far too long because this didn't happen in a vacuum. There, If we were salt and light, like we should have been, none Amen. of this would have happened. But we let our guard down. We let uh, money influence us. We got lazy. We let yeah. other people teach our children. Okay. And our world has gone to pot, so to speak. But it ain't over till it's over. The Lord I Jesus think- is intervening. I think for me, speaking for myself, uh, the the biggest uh, addiction is to institutions. Mm. Um, you know, is I think we're addicted to the idea that our institutions are good and that we can trust them. I think this is true of I think this is true of Everyone. most. I think this is true of most Christians, and part of that is from God. Part of it is put in there by God. We need one another. We, he made us to need one another. He made us to build societies, families, societies, to build nation states. I mean, the whole idea of the of, of, of the nation state really goes back to Babel, right? That everybody was right. uh, unified and they and they decided that they were going to build a tower to God, and God knocked down the tower and said and and divided humanity by language, and then of course over thousands of years there emerged the idea of the nation state in the high middle ages. And that's worked pretty well for us uh, up until now. And now it's questionable, Bob, I think I, 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 nobody can predict the future. I agree with you. I have hope because of Jesus Christ. I have hope because of God. I don't have hope anymore when I look at the United States government or well, really, all our, really all, at government at any level. All yeah. our systems got infiltrated. Satan, right. Satan infiltrated medical, uh, political, and religious, religious yes. Satan, Satan got involved in everything. And, uh, and so he's, he's got us off kilter. And, uh, and the only way to get back is for individuals like your listeners sitting right here. We need a million Americans reading the Bible an hour a day. And uh, it's not going to be hard to accomplish if somebody just tell them. But Mike Lindell is the, uh, and he doesn't even use the hour a day. Here's where I get that. The Lord Jesus, the only time he ever asked us for something, now he commanded us a lot of things, but in the Garden of Gethsemane, he went back to Peter, James, and John, and he said, can you not watch with me just one hour? And they're going, yeah, no problem. And then they fell right back to sleep. And uh, we've done the same thing. 
So, uh, but we're going to get off our rear. We're going to start sitting down and listening to the voice of God. There's so much power in the word of God because we all know that when he created the great stars and the great universe, he didn't do it with his hands and, and working chisels and all that. He just said, let there be. There is enormous power in the word of God. And when we get that through our thick skulls and quit trying to figure everything out, well, I tried to read the Bible, but I didn't understand everything. Get over it. You're never going to understand it all. That's not the point. Will you sit quietly and listen to our creator? Will we communicate? And uh, when we start doing that, we're going to take this thing back. And by the way, we're fixing to go in to the millennium. That's what's happening right now. Uh, Freedom Force Battalion, Melissa, she, she's got it, but she comes at it from a different way. She's interpreting uh, Revelation in an unusual way. I think some of our interpretation from the Bible, we all take for, for granted the 70 weeks of Daniel and all that, never felt comfortable with what they were telling us about that. But uh, Yeah, and, re- and, and regardless of what your eschatology is, Jesus said, occupy until I come. And that's what we failed to do. We haven't occupied our culture, our society, our right. politics uh, until he comes again. It, we, a little too much emphasis, Bob, I think, on what's going to happen on the future and not enough evidence, uh, not enough emphasis on what he's calling me and you to do right now, today. All authority, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Now, see, they've been telling us for years, well, when we sinned in the garden, we gave the title deed of the earth to Satan, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know what actually happened, but I can tell you this. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, you go forth and make disciples. And so we have all the authority. Don't let them don't let them kid you. But we have to access that through the word. You know, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, then you can ask whatever you wish. We're taking this thing back. We're winning. We're going to win. We're going to win big. And we're going into a thousand years. And chlorine dioxide is going to play a major role in the discipling of the nations because we can literally go into Africa or anywhere else and we can cure all the disease in Jesus' name. And once you cure a man's child, then he's more than willing to listen what your, who your God is. This is going to so be glad, fun. I'm so glad that you're reaching out to the African continent and, and to the uh, part of the world which is much less blessed with material uh, blessings than the United States of America and Europe. But I feel like the, the real battle, having been to those places myself, the, the most critical battle is really in, the, in Northern Europe and the United States of America with respect to what the global communists intend right now. They're, the focus of their, uh, of their attack is Western, is, is, um, Western civilization. They, clearly, they are at war with our traditions. They're tearing down our, skull, our statues all across America. They're at war with the idea of police. They're at war with the idea that we would uh, maintain a military. They're at war with the idea that we would have uh, <clears throat> rules that would govern uh, how people become citizens in any of our countries in the West. They're at war with just basic uh, things that we've all taken for granted for our entire lives and going back even centuries. Well, and, uh, they're, they're at war with God. 
Now, how stupid is that? These idiots are at war with God. It's comical if it wasn't so dangerous for so many people. But also we know in Romans chapter one, it says God gave them up to a depraved mind. So these guys are depraved and the people that are going to suffer a lot are some depraved people as well. So uh, there'll be some loss of life. This is this is actually Armageddon that is happening right now. People are going to lose their lives. People that are taking the jab. I hope all your listeners know better. Just trust God. Don't get involved in because they're trying to kill us is what they're the more, trying yeah. to do. The more I learn about this jab, the, the, the more it's it's just another aspect of this whole COVID cult. Oh, that totally. Blo- that blows my mind that yes. people the people are are buying into it. But then that reminds me of 9-11. We, most of us bought into the government's narrative about that. Right. When if you just look at the evidence, just take a quick look at the evidence, just go to uh, 9-11 for truth, I think, think it is the website and expose yourself to some of those videos and ask yourself some just just ask yourself some simple questions about what well, happened. Like, yeah, like how did Building 7 fall <laughs> a couple hours later? And even then somebody was announcing Building 7 just fell and they looked in the background and it was still standing there. Oops. So, yeah. uh, yeah, and Donald, I, like- I think it was I think it was Donald Trump himself who said that uh, the twin that the Twin Towers were built to sustain a uh, impact by a jetline. Yeah, that was not. Well, everything we've been told in this country has been a lie. There's, there's so many lies and it's happened somewhat in organized religion as well. So when, when somebody comes up and says, I've got, I think we've been deceived about how to interpret revelation. I don't go, Oh no, no, we absolutely know. We don't absolutely know anything. God knows everything. And all wisdom comes from God, so we have to go back to Him to to get wisdom. And, so, and uh, <clears throat> I love the you brought up the word lies. Alexander Solzhenitsyn. I don't have the quote on the tip of my tongue, but this was one of the points that he made coming out of communism when he when he came to the West and he warned us. He said, uh, "What happened under communism in the old Soviet Union is everyone lived by lies. Everyone you're, you were forced to do it at every level of society. You you, you live by lies, and there's." There's a, a, a writer who just put out a book entitled Live Not By Lies. I think he borrowed that phrase from uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn. And I, it's clear that this is where we are now. And if we continue down this road, we're all going to have to fine tune our skill set for lying in order <laughs> to survive, in order to survive. Right. We're going to we're going to have to. Uh, become really great liars and i think there there he is he's back i thought we yeah i got a phone call so i got to figure out how to stop that from happening but uh (laughs) yeah one of the guys that works for me gave me a call hopefully won't call back but yeah we know who the father of lies is and we know who the who the the source of all truth is and so we, we don't pay much attention to what the satan is trying to say or trying to do we win by accessing the power of God. That's where we win this thing. What's interesting too, about while I'm on the Russia and the Soviet Union, is um, the old the countries that were behind the Iron Curtain, some of them are coming back with a very robust uh, uh, church, with a very robust interest in Christianity. For example, Russia has established its church again. The, uh, the old Russian Orthodox Church is established by the government, recognized by the government. And what's interesting about that, regardless of what you think about Eastern Orthodoxy, is that communism spent 70 years controlling everything, 
they they controlled all they had their hands on all the levers of power political religious there were no i mean they, they were atheists for 70 years and they were not able to destroy the idea of christianity they weren't able to do it it's back it's in, it's informing the uh public policies of these nations with respect to marriage and uh sexuality they're already passing laws i think bob comment on this i think I think we could see some dramatic turns that would happen in a day or a week or a month. But I think for the most part, we've allowed this to go on so long that we should expect we should expect this battle, this crisis to last a while. What do you think? Well, General Flynn seems to think that there's some uh, some things happening that uh, that are going to be pretty dramatic. But uh, um, it's hard to say. We can't set dates. Every time we try to set dates, January 6th, you know, we always end up embarrassed. Uh, By the way, Dr. Keyes and I were in Washington filming on the 6th of January. I I wasn't filming, but I was there. Go ahead. Yeah, and it was the most beautiful group of people I've ever seen in my life. It uh, It was amazing. And a lot of them were people that weren't born in this country, but they were born somewhere where they have communism, and they were there to say, man, you don't want to go there. Hey, listen, I was in Hartford, Connecticut with Dr. Simone Gold this past Saturday, and uh, there were about 300 people that showed up, and most of the people next to me and that I met were from from other nations. Right, Uh, exactly. One woman, one older woman we talked to was from Poland, another from Norway. I met another man from Poland, and they, they... understand right yes. they understand they, yes. they 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 really get what black lives matter is going for right yeah and exactly and they and, really and, under- and they're beautiful yeah. people because they are. you know they have accents and they don't look like us but buddy they love that american flag it was yeah. so beautiful on the yeah. six and then to have satan turn that into what he turned it into i mean we should have expected that and uh i mean that I was, was so that was a no brainer i was so i I loved it. I, the people I loved, I'm so glad you pointed out the, uh, the quality of the people who were there. I, I, that's, I was there five hours. I couldn't meet a lot of people because I was compressed. I was down by one the, by the jumbotron. And so we oh. were literally shoulder to shoulder. We couldn't sit down even. Couldn't Thank God for that. We were freezing. <laughs> we left the, we were uh, taping up by the Washington monument. We were yeah. live on Brighton on uh, Mike Adams's platform, but we couldn't get a good enough signal. So we moved up the street toward the Capitol. And I mean, the wind was howling. You'd be glad you were in a crowd. I was about to freeze to death. It was cold. Wow. Yeah. I, I was plenty warm where I was, surrounded, <laughs> surrounded, surrounded by a million people and there unable to move for about four hours. Wow. But just wonderful. It never felt any kind of uh, no uh, threat. Never felt any. And Not felt, at all. Yeah, and it's the whole idea that this, that the, that this group, I mean, how, how can any of us say when there's a million people, how can any of us say rule out the possibility there was a small number that were there to make trouble? Right? Well, there were instigators. I, I heard That's somebody right. early in the day go, uh, when, when Trump finishes speaking, we're going to storm the Capitol. And I thought at the time, I thought, that's strange wording. Why, why don't we say we're going to move up to the Capitol? But yeah. so there were instigators, the, the Black Lives Matter, whoever they were, they were trying to stir up the crowd all day, even yeah. before Trump spoke. So, I, And I think some of what's happening, Bob, is the conflation of 
political rhetoric, narrative, political rhetoric, which is forceful and uses military terms sometimes. I mean, even Trump, you know, his personal insults. It's it's uh, it's 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 polemic. In you know, historically, it's called a polemic. And in politics, you you'll get polemicists. You have people who use an exaggeration of of an idea in order to make a point. And certainly, Donald Trump is the master of polemics. Mm. And and so you, I think that's some of what's happening here. And the left is trying to take advantage of that. And so when they storm the Capitol, right, was makes a great fundraising headline from from the right. And but I don't think the intentions of a hundred percent of these politically active people, even w- who have a military face to them, like Oath Keepers, et cetera, um, uh, or the other one, I can't remember their name right at the moment, but uh, Proud Boys. I don't think I think they were de- they're primarily defensive in terms of their uh, absolutely and they're not. But, but the left has taken these. I, I think that's what we're looking at here. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if if when the real truth comes out, when the evidence is really presented, we find out that uh, either the F, one of the alphabet soup agencies or Antifa oh. or some left wing agitating group was really the, the, the biggest problem. Oh, 100%. 100%. FBI, CIA, they were all involved that day. They're all, they, they've been corrupted. Going way back. Going yes. way back. Those guys, CIA's been corrupt almost the whole time. So right. this is really, uh, Satan did a good job of corrupting everything. But but what he did wrong was he overstepped his bounds. He made the Lord Jesus mad. And now, so. now they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Yeah. But in order for us to correct things here in America, the people are going to have to change, right? We as right. individuals are going to have to change because our constitutional republic is designed to put a lot of power with the people. The reason the, gov- the reason the government is full of politicians who are corrupt and who have no interest in righteousness and justice and truth is because we have allowed them to be there. They, Amen. They've, they have learned, they live by lies. They control us using Facebook and the media, the television set and entertainment. And uh, and we, the people, are going to have to think for ourselves, make our, up our own minds and get involved. And we're going to have to we're going to have to step out of our comfort zones, aren't we, Bob? Absolutely. Judgment begins with the house of God. We, the people who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, have to repent of ignoring him, repent of uh, not being out there active, actively being salt and light. We've been sitting on our money. Look at yeah. all the money these evil people have. And I guarantee you, Christians have got as much or more, but we've been sitting on it like we're going to give it to our grandkids. You yep. don't have no grandkids to give it to if we don't, and, if we lose yeah, this republic. And, and, and I think, Bob, it starts with us Christians holding accountable these uh, six-foot icicles who stand in front of us every Sunday and lead us in worship. We, we need to be asking hard questions about why the gospel why Christian theology is not being applied to politics and, and sociology and science and all of these disciplines. If, if, if God is indeed the father and he is, then he is as concerned about politics as you and I are. He's as, as concerned about sociology as you and I are. He's as concerned about science as you and I are. And these six foot icicles are going to have to start talking about. It. They're going to have to start helping us, the layman, the people in the pews, to apply Christian theology to what's happening in our lives to help to, and, and for that to happen, they're going to, there's, there's a long way to go for them to, 
to be able well, to do that be, because they've created an institution, both Catholic and Protestant and evangelical. The evangelical church is, it looks to be the last one to fall into the trap, but Protestantism and Catholicism went decades ago and, and made it all about how we feel, right? And evangelicalism has been starting to go that way now. And with this vote, uh, the Southern Baptist vote, it looks like, um, it looks like evangelicalism is there now as well. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, we, everyone has to read the Bible from the pastor to the small child. Everyone needs to be listening to God. And, uh, and when we start doing that and holding each other accountable, getting together, playing Bible challenge as a church, playing as, as small groups and finding out, you know, who's serious about this and who isn't. And, uh, then that's how we win. We have to access the power of God. Amen. And I've used up all my time and I'm getting in the habit of going overtime. And I see Spencer, my producer, getting mad at me. But Uh-oh. hey, look, this has been internet. fun. Yeah, this is the Internet. <laughs> this is the Internet. I can do it if I want. There you go. We don't take advertising and we don't have to fit into somebody's slot. So anyway, it's four o'clock. We're done. Bob Sisson, throw up that website one more, Spencer, that uh, people need to visit to find out more about him. What, what was it? CL something? CLO2.tv. Yeah, I, 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 it's up there. So we'll close out the program showing your website. Really appreciate you taking one hour uh, of your time on almost no notice, just learning about it tomorrow. Next week, Alan Keyes, let everybody know. You can come into the show. You can ask him questions, make points. Alan Keyes, uh, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, WCN-TV live stream wcntv.net thanks for tuning in have a great week mm-hmm.